welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Hi there. Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. My name is Kelsey Stewart, and today I am reading Overcoming Negative Thoughts About Our Children, written by Mary Jo Mast. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your spirit here with us so that we can listen and learn and take in exactly what you would have us know from your word, Lord. We thank you so much for this devotional. I thank you for my dear friend who is with me today. Lord, be with us during this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, verses 7-9 through And here is a quote by Henry David Thoreau. As a single footstep will not make a path on earth, so a single thought will not make a pathway in the mind. To make a deep physical path, we walk again and again. To make a deep mental path, we must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. Overcoming Negative Thoughts About Our Children Isn't it mind-blowing how God's thoughts toward us are always good? In verses 10 and 11, a beautiful picture is painted for us to understand what God's imagination is like. Isaiah explains that God's thoughts become words that go forth out of his mouth like waters that water the earth. Because his imagination is always right, his words are continually life-giving and they satisfy, as in they give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, from verse 10. Beyond that, his word even makes things bring forth, grow, and bud. It won't return void, but will accomplish God's purpose wherever He desires for it to prosper. How amazing and life-giving. One of the greatest challenges I faced as a mom is negativity in my thoughts about my children. It seems like there is usually one child, or more, going through a hard time or an identity crisis of some kind at any given time. It's easy to harbor an evil imagination and only focus on the ugly behavior on the surface. Yet I know God wants me as a mom to have a healthy and positive imagination about my children as He does, to generate good thoughts, to speak life into them by blessing them with God's words, to carry the same vision He has so they can be who God created them to be. How can this be done? In verse 7, There is a clue. It says an unrighteous person should forsake his thoughts and return to the Lord. 
This implies our thoughts can take us away from the Lord or bring us back to Him. They are extremely powerful because they guide us, sort of like a steering wheel on a car. God wants us to return to Him by thinking like He does. God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and He desires for us to surrender our imagination to Him. In other words, the way we get back on the right road is to recognize the bad thoughts or lies and replace them with good ones, God's truth, and choose to meditate on those instead. Here is a humbling story I would like to share with you as an example. At some point in my life, at a young age, I picked up a negative mindset about large families. It gradually became a stronghold in my mind, and I didn't even know it was there until I became pregnant with our sixth child. Rejection toward my children began to surface, and negative thoughts constantly bombarded my mind about the size of our family. Thoughts followed with feelings, and resentment came out in my actions towards them. I knew something wasn't right, so I prayed frequently and kept asking God to change my heart, to help me love them deeply the way He loved me. It wasn't until I became pregnant with our seventh child that my heart changed. I continually asked God for His heart regarding my family during that time. One morning, I woke up very discouraged because of extreme morning sickness. I cried out for God to help me, and I had no idea He would expose the lie I had believed for years. He led me to Psalm chapter 127, verses 3 through 5, which say, Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. I was completely undone as I read. Tears streamed down my face as I began to recognize and repent of the lie I had believed. I mulled over and meditated on these verses, and I began to think new thoughts like, Children are a blessing, and God's personal inheritance to me. I should be happy. My children are going to defend me. Wow, God is so good to give me arrows. My imagination about my family began to change as these brand new ideas and thoughts filled my mind. I asked God to forgive me for the wrong mindset I had embraced and told Him I believed what He said instead. An exchange of thoughts took place and a miracle happened. I am so very proud of my family now instead of being ashamed. Satan wants us to stay stuck in our thoughts and attitudes about our kids, but God's Word can set us free and help us think new ones. I am still learning, but here are some ways that have helped me turn negative thoughts into positive ones. Be mindful of God's love. Guard your thoughts towards your children and don't let them go unchecked. Recognize depressing negative thoughts. Address them and give them to God. Repent and forsake them. Ask God for and look for a scripture to counteract a lie you are believing. 
Ask God for revelation as you memorize, meditate, and mull it over in your mind until you actually believe it. Stay thankful. As you begin to do this, I promise you will see change happen. God's Word is powerful. When you believe the truth about your children, you will begin to act differently toward and speak life over them. Eventually, your children will begin to see a difference in your attitude, and often, their attitude will change too. They will be more drawn to Jesus and begin to recognize who they were created to be. Here are some questions to ponder. And be very honest with yourself. Confronting thoughts from the evil one can be very painful, but being honest is always good. Are there any lies you believe about a specific child or your children in general? Are you willing to let God reveal bad thought patterns you may be having and forsake them? What kinds of actions are coming from your thoughts, positive or negative, towards your children? If you are in a rut, can you choose to replace lies with truth according to God's word? And here are some faith-filled ideas. Pray and ask God to help you fill your mind with the Word of God by reading, meditating, or memorizing it daily. Ask the Holy Spirit, the best teacher, to lead you with your children. Recognize and cast down every evil thought or negative imagination, anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God about them. Then you can also ask the Holy Spirit to change your thinking and to overshadow your mind by bringing key scriptures into your thoughts, specifically for them. Begin to glorify and praise God out of faith because He has good things in store for your child. Thank God. Children are your inheritance from Him. Ask God for a specific word for your child. Then speak and pray that word over them. Tell each child every day you love them and God does too. Hug them often throughout the day. Bless them with your words. Affirm them often. Enjoy and spend time with them. And say, I'm sorry, more often. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for these wise words from my friend Mary Jo. Lord, by speaking to her, you are speaking to us. And raising children, as you know, is not easy. And we thank you for the opportunity to be able to do such a miraculous endeavor. Lord, give us the strength that we need, the wisdom, the knowledge, the compassion, the forgiveness. Lord, we need it all, being moms. We thank you so much for your loving kindness and for your Son who died for our sins. Lord, be with us as we mother and we go about the rest of our week. Help us to find time with you and with our children and to teach them about your loving kindness, Lord. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.